Welcome to the Ember Podcast. We're so glad that you've joined us today as we gather together to wrestle with the ways that these ancient texts collide with our everyday lives as 21st century people. Using art, music, and the world around us as our guide, we hope to breathe new life into these texts and that our conversations spark as much curiosity and creativity for you as they do for us. Hi, I'm Jeremy Grafe, and I'm one of the leaders at Ember Faith Community. Hi, I'm Allison Spooner, and I'm the pastor at Faith Emmanuel and Hope Presbyterian Churches. Hi, I'm Kelsey Wallace, and I'm a PhD candidate at Drew University. For this season of the Ember Podcast, we're talking about the book of Revelation. Whether you're a Christian or not, we hope you'll join us in exploring how the apocalyptic poetry in the book of Revelation challenges power structures, helps us to look at the way we use power, and invites us to resist oppression. This is especially relevant for Christians who are called to witness to God's grace, but we hope the Ember Podcast can help spark meaningful conversations for people who have other beliefs as well. Thanks for tuning in. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them, they will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water as a gift from the spring of the water of life. Those who conquer will inherit these things, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. Welcome to the podcast. So this week we are in chapter 21, which if you are at a church that goes through the Revised Common Lectionary, this may be the only place that you get to hear Revelation ever, because it's got some of the most joyful proclamations in the whole book, and often in those same lectionary passages, they conveniently let out some of the things that are kind of hard to hear about how, um, oh, you know, people being thrown into a lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. And there seems to be a tension here because on on one hand, there are all these kind of sections that seem to be talking about division. And on the other hand, um, you also get the gates of the city, the New Jerusalem, they never close, and all the nations are walking in it, and the kings of the world bring their glory into it. And the last time that we heard about the nations and the kings they were kind of co-conspirators with the whore of Babylon. Yeah, there's definitely, there's a sense that there is division here. But on at the same time, we get this inclusive language in the midst of it. Like when we talk about a multitude of nations, that's, you know, that's crossing over tons of boundaries. That's a huge amount of people. Yeah, there's a redemptive side to this. Even the very beginning, it says, you know, see, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. 
they will be his peoples. It doesn't say this particular subgroup of humanity will be God's people. Yeah. It says like yeah. mortals, humans, all like all nations, all tongues. I mean, um, and to that effect, the the part that I find kind of spectacularly hopeful and wonderful is that there is no temple in the city because the purpose of a temple is for um, to to build a house of God on earth a place where god dwells where you can go and be with god kind of in the world and now here's this world where god is god is the world like god is the the throne is the place and there's no more separation between humanity and god and yeah this whole completely new reality yeah i think that speaks to why it talks about nothing unclean will enter it no one who practices abomination or falsehood that to me speaks to why they even bother to mention that divisive language of like nothing is going to mess this new reality up this reality this is actual perfection this is creation coming to completion um so it's not so much that they're kind of like celestial doorkeepers that are saying right (laughs) oh sorry unclean you're out yeah it's more that this is God and this is dwelling in God's very presence and God is perfect. Yeah. And we talked about, um, I mean, when we think about some of the things that our world is currently struggling with, things like terrorist attacks, it seems like not a week goes by that we don't hear about something happening in some part of the world. Or at home. And... Um, We think about, um, like, in kind of current events right now, one of the things that just happened is our president has decided to walk away from accords that were set in place to try and preserve the health of the planet. And, you know, in this kind of perfect reality of the New Jerusalem, you know, it doesn't sound like it's even possible to do anything that's outside of the best interest for the whole of the order. Yeah, 2016 was a rough year for seemingly everyone. It, it was a rough year for me personally, but it was also a rough year just around the world. And during that year, I had as the background on my phone this painting of New Jerusalem. Um, because it had gotten to the point where all of these events are so overwhelming. That it was hard not to be hopeless. Um, and this image of a New Jerusalem of a world where there isn't the same, you know, corruption that we see day to day was really hopeful to me. I, every time I opened my phone, I would see that painting and be like, all right, New Jerusalem. <laughs> so often we hear the phrase like creation groaning or, um, you know, we think about people's crying out to God from the midst of their suffering and to me like this chapter is everything breathing a sigh of relief and there you know really is no more tears and there is no more pain and you can breathe again like that feeling when you you finally get to a place where you've cried all the tears you're gonna cry and you've kind of hiccuped all the hiccups you're gonna hiccup and you know pounded all the fists you're gonna pound and there's just a measure of quiet and peace and relief and I think that maybe is what makes this so hopeful to me not just that it's all new like that all things are remade in perfection but that there's 
nothing to ruffle it up. Yeah, and I think it says something, too, that it's not just, you know, it's not independent salvation for individuals. This is the salvation of cre- the created order, like everything, um, heaven and earth th- themselves, is redeemed in this chapter. So this week's invitation. Um, some of you have been with us for 20 weeks now, patiently delving through the book of Revelation with us. And during that time, if you've stayed with us faithfully, um, you've heard us go through conversations about destruction and remaking and different iterations of those. So where have you been in the last 20 weeks? The invitation here is reflect on what your own kind of personal faith journey has been in this 20-week period. Have you, like us, experienced similar feelings of renewal and transformation as you've journeyed with us, reflecting on what this scripture means for us in our time. As we work through this text, we want to make sure that we are also in conversation with you, our listeners. So we invite you to reach out to us with questions, comments, and we'll be addressing these as we go on in subsequent podcasts. You can send your questions to emberfaithcommunity at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you. The Ember Podcast is a production of Ember Faith Community. Your hosts are Jeremy Grafe, Allison Spooner, and Kelsey Wallace. Music written and performed by Subaltern Project. All rights reserved, 2017.